Hallelujah. It's the day where your brain gets satisfied on what it was created for. The restoration of all things. It's the restoration of all things where? In the universe. Heaven's never had a problem. It's true, I'm talking about the heaven of heavens, the third heaven. Third heaven never had a bad day. Third heaven never fell. Third heaven never had defiled rivers, defiled waters, defiled tree, defiled anything. It's always perfect light, always perfect water, perfect fire, perfect love, perfect peace, perfect fruitfulness in all directions. Third heaven's perfect, always has been, always will be. That's the eternal glory realm. That's where God the Father and God the Son live. Holy Spirit's here, restoring all things. These things are the realms of the universe. These things are what has been defiled in the fall of Satan and his angels, in the fall of Adam and Eve and the nations. Yes, there is a first man. Ancient manuscripts in Mesopotamia called him the Red Man because he was the first one to have blood. It's true. Before that, he didn't have blood. When he was transfigured, living in the eternal glory, living in the lower pool and the upper pool, as the gardener of this universe, gardening every realm of every room in this universe. It was Zion in this universe as it was in heaven. Adam and Eve were created on the earth with all of Mount Zion in them and around them and through them. And this world was one with the third heaven. The, the mid heavens and the earth were one with the high heavens. You can call it the second heavens and around tree and Heavenways of Bride calls it the mid-heavens. The Bible calls it the second heavens, and the Bible calls it the mid-heavens. And then it talks about the heaven of heavens. It's true. In the book of Enoch, it calls it the place of ice, where it's frozen, passing through ice and entering into fire. Well, guess what? It's been melting for 2,000 years. It's true. It's just rare that you find a Christian that's not religious enough to enter these realms and get any part of their inheritance of the Spirit whatsoever. Because we're just really carnal. We're really dull. And you know, me too. I just take tons and tons of training. All the training my entire life. And I was spiritual and demonic and I was, you know, a spiritual person, but I wasn't spiritual enough. You know, no one's as spiritual as the Holy Spirit. No one's as spiritual as God the Father. John 4, 24, God is Spirit. So you got to get so spiritual that you're heavenly and earthly good. And that's actually what transfigures the natural. When you become 100% spirit, soul, and no longer valuing the natural dimension. In the natural dimension, it's utterly worthless. But it's the curse of the fall where everyone values it. They value their, their gold, they value their house, they value their car, they value all this stuff of flesh and, and blood but it has no eternal value. Zero. Literally zero eternal value. The eternal value is in the lower pool and in the upper pool. That's where you get into eternity. That's where you get into the blue sea and the white sea of the upper pool and the lower pool and the upper waters and the lower waters. That's where you get into changing this world to have the original design that God created within Adam and Eve's heart. The blueprint was Adam and Eve themselves. 
It wasn't an external thing, it was the internal heart map of the first man and the first woman. That's why Jesus Christ is called the second Adam in the Bible, and the bride of Christ is the second Eve. The second queen of heaven, the second Eve, the bride of Christ, written in the book of Revelation. Symbolized throughout the whole Bible. Once you come into this level of revelation, this level of intoxication, this level of living underwater, without sand and air in you from Satan and his angels defiling you in the natural dimension with religion and unbelief and all that garbage of sin, all that darkness gets out of you and you live in the light as he is in the light, then all these realms open up to you and you can interpret the scriptures accurately and correctly to transfigure you. The scriptures are a love letter from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ for, to, to prophets inspired by the Holy Spirit to, to reignite the, bl- the blueprint that were in Adam and Eve's hearts. Loose! <laughs> there is a blueprint in their heart that was lost. The scriptures rewrite the blueprint. That is the, that's what the Logos does. The written word remains forever. The logos remains forever. Heavens and earth will pass away, but the logos remains forever, meaning the blueprint of original design on your spirit will endure all of it. The old heavens are already being washed away. Satan is completely defeated. Satan has no ownership in any star system, any planetary system, any moon, nothing in the heavens, nothing on the earth, nothing under the earth. Zero, zero, zero. He was entirely defeated in every realm in this universe by Jesus Christ on the cross. We had to wake up to our inheritance. We had to get sanctified by the Spirit and value the Word as the blueprint of original design in our hearts in order to take our inheritance, which is every single realm in the universe, the restoration of all things. The restoration of all things. The restoration of the universe. The restoration of the heavens and the restoration of the earth. In the heavens, they declare God's handiwork. Amen? God has set His constellations in the heavens. He has set his stars in the heavens and they remain forever. I mean, the Bible talks about this stuff all the time and Satan has used it by stealing from us. He has used it to lord over us in time and in slavery and in witchcraft and in sorcery and most deceptively in Christian religion. There is nothing more deceptive. Listen, I'm a Christian. I'm a pastor, a Christian pastor. There is nothing more deceptive than Christian ministry that's religious, that's not about drinking the waters. Because the kingdom of heaven is entirely in the water and underwater and alive by water. The four rivers of Eden come out of our hearts and water the heavens and the earth and they become the upper pool and the lower pool and it transfigures the surface of the earth removing the entire curse of the fall so it's all about drinking if you are not drinking there is no chance you are experiencing heaven on earth because heaven is water Jesus Christ said the only way you can be saved is come to the fountain of the water of life and drink these are the waters of life clearly there are other types of waters mentioned in the Bible there are bitter waters there are stars that fell from heaven that have wormwood in it that anyone that drank it died and one third of the angels died and one third of the earth that drank the bitter waters died so not everyone drinks hello You see how persecuted the drinking is. Most people are like, get your living water out of my face, and they go to Satan. I watch it every day. 
Most Christians are programmed to actually say no to the living waters because there's so much Jezebelic sorcery and magic spells in their minds that they go to the religious source and they drink wormwood and the demons tell them that it's the river of life and the demons tell them that it's Jesus. I'm telling you, most. Not some, most. That's why when they come around the true living waters, they manifest so badly. They manifest all their pride. They manifest all their lust. They manifest all their murder and accusation. It's like, where's the fruit of the Spirit? Oh, we didn't know anything about fruit because we've been drinking Satan's waters and Satan and his angels told us that was the kingdom of heaven, Jesus, Christianity, and how to interpret the Bible. And there's just no fruit. There's no life. There's no love in it. There's no sacrifice of self. It's all selfishness because you're drinking out of Satan's soul. When you drink wormwood that fell from heaven, you're drinking out of the soul of the fallen angels. You're drinking right out of the mouth of the dragon is the terminology used in the book of Revelation. Religion is the magic arts that deceives the nations to drink out of the mouth of Satan, the accuser, that I'm better than you by what I know in my brain instead of the living waters that come out of the mouth of the Lamb. It's actually very rare. It's very refreshing, but I've been in full-time ministry for 13 years. We've seen millions and millions of people through broadcasting every year. It is extremely rare to ever find a Christian that drinks out of the mouth of the Lamb. Very rare. It's the most refreshing thing I get to experience. I do experience it sometimes, but the vast majority, I'm telling you, 99.99% of Christians drink out of the mouth of the Red Dragon. That's why they're religious. That's why they're accusational. That's why they manifest. And I'm better than you what I I know. And my Bible says this. And I learned this. And me, 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 selfish, selfish, selfish. Because it actually enhances the curse of the fall in their souls. It doesn't remove the curse. It doesn't produce fruitfulness. It doesn't produce self-sacrifice. It produces curses, selfishness. And that's why many of them are sick and dying of cancer. Straight up truth. They're actually practicing sorcery. It will cost you body parts. People, I watch in the spirit... All the time, Christians trading with demons, giving up parts of their body, parts of their soul, parts of their heart, parts of their family, to have power in the red dragon's false Christian religion. I'm not even going to deal with any other religion because we're just trying to get our people cleansed now because we're coming out of the potent sorcery of Babylon the Great. There are so many millions of Christians that speak in tongues that still daily drink out of the red dragon's mouth. I'm talking about... Christians that love the Holy Spirit but can't discern accurately what mouth of what kingdom and what king they're drinking from. It's true. People drink just whatever. They drink mainstream Christianity. Not that, like, oh, it's got to be underground and it's got to be persecuted, but it is underground and it is persecuted. I wish it was mainstream. Then there'd be no sin and curses in the world. But it's not. The enemy has deceived the whole world to practice religion after they're born again and called it charismania. Called it charismania. Called it the charismatic church. Called it God TV. Called it IHOP. God bless all of them, but it's just, woo! So much mixture. Not saying they're condemned. I'm saying now they're going to get saved because they're going to have revelation to start drinking out of the lamb's mouth. When you start drinking out, listen, these people will be so thankful. They're looking for it. The fallen angels have deceived everyone to not find it. Jesus Christ said about the Pharisees that they blocked the way into heaven. How do they block the way into heaven? Jesus Christ only taught that you go into heaven by drinking because they stop you from drinking the upper pool. 
They stop you from drinking the star waters. Oh, that sounds crazy. Well, it's in the Bible. Twelve stars were on her head. Revelation chapter 12. Who is that? The bride of Christ. The queen of heaven. The second Eve. If she doesn't have the twelve constellations on her head, then she's false, phony, and she's religious. And that's what's happened. We have denied our inheritance as the rulers of the heavens, the rulers of the stars, the rulers of, you know, this is the mystic realm. This is the power of, of the soul. The soul doesn't have to be stupid. The soul can be as smart as God's soul. Your soul was to be as, as smart and as intelligent and as creative as the mind of Christ and the soul of God the Father. The reason why we're so dull is because we forfeit our heavens thinking that that territory is evil. Who told you that the stars were evil? There are scriptures about evil stars, but there are also many scriptures about the stars of God. And this is what we're dealing with. The 12 stars of the bride's crown of Revelation chapter 12. She has 12 stars on her crown. They're the 12 constellations. They're sanctified by the rivers of Eden. That's how you cleanse the heavens. No one's practicing sorcery. We're repenting of magic arts. We're practicing righteousness. That's how you restore all things, restore all souls. Amen. And once people start drinking the star waters of the upper pool of the sanctified second heavens by the pioneers who have taken the throne of David from Lucifer this week, guess what? It will just completely glorify your brains and it will cause all the nations to go into Jubilee. This is the drink of having mental clarity on God the Father's level. With no confusion. All confusion will be completely annihilated into the lake of fire. There will be no confusion in nations. Everyone will have understanding. Daniel chapter 12, and knowledge shall increase. This is the knowledge of the glory that covers the earth as the waters cover the sea. It's the knowledge of understanding how out of your heart flows these rivers. Let's go read it. John 7, 37. Then on the most important day of the feast, the seventh day, it was the seventh day feast. You're in the year 6019. You're in the seventh day. So the most important day, there's a feast of the ancient of days, of all days. Every person that's walked with God feasted in the first millennia up into the seventh millennia. And now in the last day, the most important day of the feast, they learned how to drink. All you thirsty ones, come to me, come to me and drink. This is the most important day, and the most important thing of the most important day is coming to Jesus and drinking. Believe in me, so that rivers of living water will burst out from within you, flowing from your innermost being, just like the scripture says. John 7, 37 and 38, Passion Translation. It talks about King James, out of your belly. It talks about Amplified Classic, out of your innermost being through your personality. So the living waters come from Jesus, and we read in the Bible that Jesus is already seated at the right hand of God in eternal glory. He's transfigured at the right hand of God. Now we're here. We have His Spirit. We get our spirits regenerated, and the rivers flow through us, and we use the rivers to sanctify ourselves at His level of sanctification, and then move in His name into these realms and claim them as the Messiah Himself until Christ be fully formed in you. I labor amongst you tirelessly until Christ be fully formed in you, until the waters of life of the third heaven have taken up your whole heart, renewed your whole mind so you can operate with the keys of the kingdom of the king himself. In this world, we are 
Jesus, it is written. Any separation, any veil is false humility. It's actually religion working in your brain, stealing your birthright. There's no actual separation between Jesus, the Father, and you except what you believe in your carnal mind. That's why it's written in Romans 8, the carnal mind wars against the spirit. And the spirit's just trying to get you into your inheritance. We fight the spirit of grace that only wants us to have our inheritance. What's our inheritance? The restoration of all things operating out of all the realms that Adam and Eve forfeited to the devil. Now received through Jesus Christ. But you can only operate in these realms with virgin purity. You have to be fully sanctified and Christ has to be fully formed in you. That's why the sons of God are going to just stick out. They're going to stick out like morning stars everywhere because people are just naming it and claiming it and framing it and blaming it when it doesn't work because there's no sanctification. They haven't paid any price. They got information. They've listened to Red Letter Ministries. They've listened to some other ministries that are walking in some juice, but they haven't sacrificed their heart. They haven't sacrificed their soul. Those who have will begin to operate out of all the realms of the restoration of all things. We're talking about power beyond imagination. When you start operating out of the celestial realm of the stars and drinking the star waters of the upper pool, you begin operating all the power of the soul realm. It's not bad power. It's good power. Satan used it for evil. We use it for good. All things work for good for those who love God who are called according to His purpose. We sanctify the heavens. There's no guile in us. We don't take the atmosphere. We don't take the the firmament. We don't take the stars so that we can be sorcerers like Satan and his monkeys. We take them so that we can be kings and queens, the 144,000 gods that rule and reign of the 12 stars of the throne of David and the throne of Israel from the celestial realm. That's what we're doing. Everything I've received from my Father every day I've shared with you, so not that it's selfish so I can hold it all in secret like religious people do, and I'm just some big dude on the totem pole. Opposite. I empower you with every revelation I've ever received so that you can be exactly as powerful as I am in the same realms in the restoration of all things. It's about getting the armies of Israel so strong in revelation, so awakened into spiritual ability that where I am you can be also. In the heavens and in the earth and under the earth. Under the earth is a wonderful place. That's the blue sea. Everywhere where Jesus Christ was raised from the dead in Tartarus, all the way up to the tomb, you'll find there's a lower pool there. But you can only sink down into the lower pool by humility. It takes perfect humility to enter these realms. You'll be stuck in the natural dimension until there's humility in you. I mean, you'll never taste the glory. You'll never feel the presence. It'll just be demons manifesting through you like roots of bitterness continuously until you start sacrificing your bloodlines, your heart, your mind, your thoughts, your ideas, all your carnal realm. I mean, it's just garbage. You need to pour it out as bowls of soup. You're offered every day a bowl of soup from Satan who's just going to kill you and now he has nothing to offer you. You can't, there's just nothing the enemy has that can even get you rich anymore or successful in business. He has lost his entire throne, his entire staff, his entire kingdom. It's gone. So now he's desperate just to pull people down into his loserdom. He doesn't have anything to offer. But people will still follow the devil because they're naturally minded. So whatever. Anyone that doesn't drink will go the way of Satan and his angels into the lake of fire. But those who do drink will be offered gifts. This is why the nations will rejoice. Those who drink the lower pool waters of the springs of the waters of life from below. They come into your blood. They'll drink and they'll be glorified. Those who drink the upper waters will be glorified 
And everyone that drinks will have an inheritance in the world, and their destiny scrolls will begin to manifest out of their spiritual stomachs. Their spirits will start to get fed because the lower waters and the upper waters feed your spirit. It sanctifies your soul, but it empowers your eternal spirit to operate in your eternal destiny. As if there had never been a curse of the fall. People are going to get so healed by drinking the upper pool and the lower pool now that they will forget any bad thing that ever happened in their life. There won't be any bitterness. Oh, I can't even remember a negative thing that happened since the day I was born. That's the power of the glory of God. That's the power of being a master of time that you can go back like the throne of the Zodiac and go back in time and completely heal all the wounds of the nations. We're going to remove every trace of Satan and his angels of the last 6,019 years as if there'd never been a curse of the fall. The restoration of all things is the restoration of time. Restore the times that the canker worm or the carnal mind has eaten in partnership with Satan and his angels. All the principalities are defeated. All the seven mountains are melting like wax at the presence of Mount Zion. The seven mountains come together as one in Mount Zion. Who will operate in the fullness of God the Father's power, God the Father's humility, God the Father's love? Then they can teleport from room to room and bring healing to this universe and the seven become one. Amen. You move by the speed of thought. Every area that you've conquered, you can actually move by thought into that realm. I can be in the observatory in the second heavens on the throne of David one moment, overlooking the 12 constellations of the 12 stars of the 12 tribes of Judah. The next second, I'm under sea. And I'm swimming underwater in the blue sea. Every realm that your mind goes into that's sanctified, you have keys and access until you move in the same movement as God the Father by the speed of thought. Amen. There's no flying. It's moving by thought. Everything that's sanctified, every room that's conquered, every realm that's experienced... And you, you come in first to virgin-like purity. Amen? That's, that's the key. The love glory and the virgin purity is how you just enter into the first realm. That's entering the glory. And going from glory to glory is going from room to room in this universe, restoring it and healing the universe with the power of the four rivers flowing out of your heart with the purity and the perfection of Eden's crystal clear waters that sparkle. We use the living waters to remove air and sand from every realm in this universe until this whole universe is perfected. That's our job the next 1,000 years. But as far as ruling and reigning and getting people under the perfect leadership, that's only going to take a few years. Healing the universe will take a 1,000 years for it to be perfectly one with Zion. And it's going to be fun. Because most of the hundreds of years and the hundreds of years to come, there won't be any warfare, there won't be any negativity, there won't be any opposition, there won't be any principalities, there won't be any sickness and disease, there won't be any of that. All of it's being washed away by the lower and upper pools, through all feet, through all blood, washing all feet, all movement, all paths in the heavens and the earth. All thoughts and the minds are being influenced by the upper pool. Everything that Satan's done is getting undone and getting washed in the lake of fire. And so... This will happen quickly. Enoch said to a far off and remote generation for when the wicked are to be quickly removed. The wicked are being quickly removed. What are the wicked? Demons. Demons, the wicked. Fallen angels, flying demons and demons that are stuck in the natural dimension. All the demons are being bound. Every time you enter a room and conquer something, you bind them in chains and you just throw them in the lake of fire. And I saw the beast, the red dragon, and the false prophet thrown into the lake of fire.
That's what the Bible says. Amen. I see it every day. I see the beast, the false prophet, and the red dragon. Demons that operate out of the false prophet, the beast nature, and and the red dragon, pride, the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and pride of life, all that is in the world nature. I see it every day. We take more and more territory out of this universe and restore more and more things. Get more and more spiritual gifts activated. Operate more in the spirit. Get our faith authored and perfected. And our minds remember. We're remembering to what God's original design was for this universe of our souls and our hearts. Amen. And everything that's negative is getting removed. Everything the enemy's done to you is getting removed. It's getting healed. It's the healing of the nations. And the leaves of the tree are for the healing of the nations. And this is the tree of life that's Christ fully formed in you. And once you start to not just cover, but to clothe them with water and to put the water of the tree of life, the living waters, inside them and outside them. And all the vegetation of all the dead, cold, dry places. Listen, we're seeing gardens spring up in the throne of the constellations today. We're talking about dead, cold space in the spirit. We're planting the heavens. Dead, cold space is turning into the Garden of Eden. We are to plant the Garden of Eden, the third heaven, into the second heavens and into the earth and restore all the vegetation, all the fruit-bearing trees, all the light and all the water and everything of the kingdom of heaven be fully manifest by your words and by faith and by the movement of your sanctification and according to the gifts that you're operating in. People have completely different gifts. And use them in the realms you're placed to bear fruit that lasts. This will completely undo all envy and strife. Not everyone's teleporting around every room in the universe. Some people are stationed and positioned by the Father in rooms to look over that room and to bear fruit in that room. Or that realm of the universe. Amen. Some people will be in music rooms. Some people will be in studio rooms. It's not all super mystical stuff. But it is. It's all spiritual and it's all underwater. And it's all liquid and it's all glorious. But according to what is written on your destiny scroll, it's a gigantic kingdom. There's 12 tribes. There's kings and queens of every tribe. And there's clans and there's families. It's gigantic. And everyone has a different role in this universe getting restored. And so... As the waters are drunk, your scroll will come out. Angels will come to you, begin to see the angels. Keep drinking until you're sanctified, until you see everything God has for you in this life. And start fellowshipping with other people that are drinking, and it will increase your reality of seeing out of the eternal realm, and the temporal realm will fade away, and there will be no veil. And you can live 100% underwater in the Spirit all the time with no deception of the temporal realm of air and sand that deceived the world for the last 6,000 years. All of that will be annihilated as you wake up by drinking the living water, live underwater, unfold your destiny, and begin walking it in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Partner with Red Letter Ministries, magnify this ministry for the influence of the nations and the pastoring of the nations. RedLetterMin.com. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen.